This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. You guys, we are coming live to your living room to make you laugh, and we're doing it October 4th, 10-4. Roger that. Oh, yeah, baby. We got another Lady to Lady <laughs> live show. You're going to see the first one was so much fun um, that we are, we're going to do it again. And uh, it's going to be on Zoom with the three of us. We've got some amazing guests lined up. Uh, our resident hunk will be back doing something beautiful and perfect as always yeah if you were there last time he did a poem in front of the american flag about how he didn't feel so hunky it was beautiful i love him Um, so much (laughs) it was so much fun we're gonna have my sister gnarly marley she's gonna be swallowing a sword yes i have a beautiful sister who swallows swords and is an amazing pole dancer so she's gonna be doing that for you guys it's gonna be great uh and we have a special guest that we are all very very excited about Special guest to, yet to be announced, and then also French Stewart will be doing stand up. Oh yeah! He doesn't. He this is like he is dipping his toe into the stand up world. So you're going to be able to see French at an open mic, basically. Of course, <laughs> and we're so happy to give him the venue. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think that we inspired him to do this. Um, <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, you can get your tickets now at tinyurl.com/l the number two l. Oct four, so L two L O C T four, and they'll take you right to our Eventbrite. It's in the links and all of our bios and everything. And we've got solo tickets, household tickets, and there's an after show VIP lounge ticket that you can get too. Where last time we did a really silly, um, we made uh, everyone answer questions and got to determine if they were a Barbara Brandy or a Tess. We had graphics, and they got a little treat in the mail too. Yeah, it was super fun. So we'll have an after show hang if you want to do that and get to talk to us and all that stuff. And it's just going to be a great time. So go get your tickets now and we'll see you guys Sunday, October 4th. Woo, Yay! Enjoy, enjoy the show. I'm Babs Gray. And if you... <laughs> I can't do this. I'm Babs Gray. And if you grew up drinking strawberry quick, you might be into kink now. <laughs> That's uh, okay. It makes no sense. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and I've been in quarantine for so long, I had to change the hair length on my Bitmoji. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a new haircut now. Cute. <laughs> I just grew out. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and America is such an embarrassment that literally none of us can show our faces in public. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Welcome to the show, everybody. Sorry, we're back in quarantine. We had one episode out but it's just too we might try to get it too damn smoky to even give it a shot dude no i was messed up after the episode for like the rest of the day like mainline sigs in a vegas casino after that like because while we were doing it i didn't feel but it was i got like a hangover that afternoon from it 
Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I feel like I broke edge doing that podcast episode yeah. outside. You did. You are <laughs> yeah, a smoker. smoker now. I'm a yeah. smoker now, everybody. <laughs> <as well>. so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring out our guest. She's so funny. She just did our last Zooms show and was amazing. She's a hilarious comedian. You've seen her on Comedy Central. She's written for the Jim Jeffrey Show and Comedy Knockout. Suba Agarwal. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey, Suba. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us in... You know, the hellfire times. <laughs> yeah, how's everyone hellfire times going? It's smoking. <laughs> oh, my God. Not in a fun way. I, <laughs> just reminded me of Jim Carrey in the mask. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if yeah. nothing else, that could be our dying, our dying thought. Smoking. Is, as we're lying here. Gasping for air. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that would be great if the last thing everyone sees is Jim Carrey in the mask. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody stopped us. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Mother Nature doing her job. <laughs> I would love it if Jim Carrey's the mask flashed before my eyes instead of my actual life. It would be way less disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> the mask always delivers, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just want to go out to Cuban Pete. That's <laughs> that is true. I am, I am nervous that when I die, it's going to be like... A piece of Seven Eleven pizza I ate that flashes in before me or something. What color do you think you would see the most of when you died? Do you see a bunch of colors? Is that what happens? Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like what color is the color predominantly in your life? Oh, blue. Oh. Definitely blue. Yeah. Yeah, I think blue, too. I don't know if that question makes any sense or not, but I just was like, oh, I feel like I would see a lot of blue in that montage. <laughs> well, wait, yeah. because you have a Fantasia, so I don't know if you would you see. So I mean, I wouldn't see so anything, really. <laughs> Brandy has a thing where she doesn't see images in her mind's eye, basically. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> I, what? I'm so this is weird. Uh, I have a thing called a Fantasia where my mind's eye is blind, so like I can't like, like my my memory is not visual. It's all just like conceptual. Right. It's it's very weird. Um. So my life. But, yeah. But so yeah, I don't know. I wonder. If you might just see colors. I think that probably would be it more than anything. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't like relive certain thoughts or anything, which is oh, uh, that would sad be worst. Con- Audio only, Ugh. like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just a podcast when you die, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just different coworkers eating a salad. <laughs> I feel like it would just be all of your least favorite people being like Mark Marin and being like, "Who are your guys?" to each other until <laughs> Who are you your guys <laughs> slip into a slow death. <laughs> Are we good? 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 I don't know. What part what part of LA are you in? Are you guys in Super? Uh, I'm in Silver Lake. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're close by. Yeah, it's been weird here because like it's obviously I don't really can I just admit something? I don't really know where the fires are. Oh, <laughs> I, I know. Can anyone it's, tell me I, where they are? It's Sierra Madre. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara. I haven't really known either. I've kind of known vaguely that they were everywhere, but I haven't. I've just seen one deep- map on Twitter. That's all I've seen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've seen like the maps that just have fire emojis. Yeah, everywhere, that's what but it that is. Hasn't really. Yeah, the maps are pretty much just like the whole state's on fire. Because I was talking to someone recently, and they were like, "Oh, can you just drive somewhere else?" And I was like, "No, it's kind of just the whole state. It's the whole state." So, if you look at, like the coastal map, there's there. I saw there was like one app that I was looking at that had all the little ones and then for some reason it froze and it just had a giant fire emoji that took up the entire side of the country mm. and I was like well that's not necessarily accurate but it feels accurate 
That's yeah. Weird. And then now the the East Coast is having tornadoes or hurricanes, and I'm like, yeah. I kind of feel like they're literally like kind of stealing our thunder. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know if I have energy for this. I'm in the middle of a fire. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's rough. The the one out here is in Sierra Madre, which is over by the Mount Wilson Observatory. Oh, okay, I know where that is. Yeah, oh, know where it's because it's <laughs> it's close. literally five hundred feet from Mount Wilson, so they've been fighting the fire back from the observatory oh. for for a couple of days. So oh. we'll we'll see. Do you think they ever <laughs> we take a break to... and just like look at the stars? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Can you do that? Like, let me see what Venus is up to really quick. Yeah. Just check in. <laughs> we went to like a cute date there that was also like it was cute, but it was also funny. Like, I guess Mount Wilson Observatory has these like meetups where people who have their own like privately owned telescopes come like have mm-hmm. a tailgate party, and mm-hmm. they all set up their telescope and it's like open to the public and just different nerds like let you peek in their telescope. Aw, I love that. <laughs> are they just are they tail It's really on, fun. Yeah, are they on different things? Or are um, they just like no? They're on different things, and kind of like each person like explains to you like what you're looking at. Like it was actually really fun. Like they kind of like yeah, they each person kind of explain. They're all pointed at different things, so each person like explains to you what they're looking at, and like the telescopes cool. are different strengths, and it's just funny. It's like it's got kind of the vibe of a um, you know when people meet up with like, cars. Oh, yeah, like an old-time car show? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's definitely the guy with the biggest telescope. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> always, always. Jay Leno, right? That's what we're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jay Leno's really into classic telescopes. <laughs> oh. um, I like imagining that it is, like, tailgating, and they're all there for a certain star. Like, they're on their team. They're supporting. We stand Polaris. <laughs> I can't imagine going to that because, I mean, it does sound interesting, but I just, a lot of me being like... Uh-huh. It's a lot of that. Just having no idea what the fuck's It's a happened. lot of that, yeah. But it is cool, like, when you look through it and you, you see the stuff. Well, it might get a little bit too close to hobby territory, Barbara, and that's not mm. on your list, so. That is true. I'm not into stargazing. Yeah. Professional stargazing, so. <laughs> Suba, do you have hobbies? I don't know. <laughs> you sound like a Barbara. Yeah, yeah. I keep trying to get hobbies, but the more I get into them, the more I'm like, this is insane. Like when uh, when quarantine first hit, I thought it would be funny to make reenact a scene from Mulan with my cats with little construction paper outfits. And then like, yes, as yeah. I was cutting out like a construction paper kimono, I was like, am I mentally ill? Like, what is that? <laughs> I think all of us went through the kimono construction paper part of quarantine. Yes. Whether that's what actually happened, Some it, we were all through a version of that. Oh, that yeah. energy was rife. Well, that's what they don't tell you is that hobbies actually require a lot of time yeah. and attention. Yeah. And it's annoying because I want to be good right away whenever I touch. <laughs> so I, I was like, well, I didn't know I was going to have to like invest some time into this shit. So now I just have a bunch of like quarter started things you know that are conveniently there to distract me from like real goals so that's good (laughs) yeah that's what life's all about i mean not that they're not a real goal it's self-care you know whatever (laughs) i don't know why like so sean and i uh when we were very first dating we played chess at a bar in brooklyn he beat me and i was a really sore loser about it i was an asshole the whole rest of the night just because he beat me in chess and so we never played chess again. 
And then I bought a chess board. And then at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, we're going to play chess. And we've never played it. And I don't know why I don't just throw away this chess board. It's just taking up space in my house. But I still, like, in the back of my head, we sometimes play chess. When, in fact, we've only played now two games our entire life. Dude, I'm such a sore loser. Like, I 100% relate to that. There was we had, a, we had a basketball hoop outside my house in high school. And, like, I was playing with a family friend. And he kept making fun of me for sucking. And I got so mad. And this is a something you also needed to know. I used to work at a county fair. Life is oh, weird. Wow. And, like, I just got, like, really good at making baskets. And then I started yeah. playing all those basket games. And I took, like, money that my mom didn't know about. And I just came back to her with, like, 30 giant stuffed dogs and shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just worked You gamed so the system. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do at the fair? What did you I sold. I, <laughs> I was I a was, uh, treasurer and vice president of my local 4-H club. Oh, so, wow. This is a new twist. Yeah, I was we, picturing you. Okay. You were an officer. <laughs> I just sold soda for our club. Like, we had a soda booth next to the tractor pull or whatever the fuck. I shouldn't have been there. It was like a bunch of, like, rednecks before everybody hated each other, I feel like. And they would just come out and be like, you got the pretty princess ass. And I'm like, I'm 11. Like, get away from me. Like, just, oh, my God. So oh creepy. <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh God, the comments! It was like wild. That's so. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up like in our and some change northwest of Chicago. So like in Illinois, like right between Wisconsin and Illinois. Got it. Got it. Got it. Did you raise animals in 4-H? No, I like I didn't do any of the cool farm shit. Like my mom just thought it would look really good on your college resumes. Like. I went to Omaha, Nebraska to give a speech on photosynthesis. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is 4-H? I don't know what it is. It's, um, it's an agricultural association. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but they're, like, for... trying to modernize now, so they have a bunch of stuff, like cake decorating. Like, I learned how to cake Oh, there's decorating. cake decorating in 4-H now? Yeah, so I did a lot of the art and, like... Um, like, they try to modernize it a lot. Like, they're trying to move away from, like, strictly, like, cow and pig and chicken stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, but with cow, pig, and chicken stuff. Yeah. yeah but, like, okay. you're in I, high school when you it. do it. Yeah, it's like mentoring stuff for kids to grow to get the fattest pig. <laughs> we great. didn't yeah. have that in Salt Lake. We had the future homemakers of America. <laughs> that was... Whoa. Future <laughs> homemakers of America. <laughs> That was Barbara. Were you one of them? For I even absolutely a was not oh, in, in the FHA. I was wait, like, wait, wow. FHA? That's what's called? Yeah. Do you know what some of the lessons that's were there? Hilarious. I, oh it was gosh. like a club, so you know I don't know what they did. But I just they uh, just I think a lot of knitting for sure. <laughs> it was just in preparation to like become a housewife for a future uh, for a missionary who came back from his mission. Do they just ask you what your goals are to write them down and then just burn the list? <laughs> just be like what? <laughs> That was it, mostly. Unless it was like propagate with 12 children, then that was fine. Yeah. But. Dude, my mom could not have been the most opposite. Like, she almost pulled me out of Girl Scouts because they went around, they asked every little girl what she wanted to do when they grew up, and they're all like, have a baby. And my mom was like, fuck, no. Good. She was so Good mad. for her. I think she went too far, though, because now I don't want any kids, and she's like, oh, no. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> Damn it, it wasn't supposed to go all I've the way. I just wanted you, you to... Mom. 
<laughs> I, p- I think my parents think it's a. St- I guess it's st- technically still a possibility, but also I. I think I hope that they. You think they've well, accepted? Don't hold out for that dream. Yeah. Well, how does one even make a home? You know what I mean? Like whatever, my laundry's done. <laughs> I also wish if we could, if there could be an overhead camera right now that showed you the apps, the like the pit that I'm currently sitting in surrounded by like bottles and cause I've just been sitting at this desk working for like a week and I haven't had a chance to clean and it's a nightmare. So me talking about future homemakers of America while just in my own like dirt nest. I know. I love that. I love that. We're like, yeah, yeah. Who are these people think they are? You know? And yeah, meanwhile I'm sitting, I have a, thing of cbd lotion on my keyboard i have like <laughs> headphones that don't work silly putty oh, it's a wild ride over here i sat yeah. down to podcast and i was like "Ooh, this is starting to look real <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> how about a, 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 a current a, apartment cleaners of <laughs> yeah. america would everyone needs to do that and especially i have yes. so many friends who are like living with these these guys who don't know they need to have a club for young guys it's like future home livers of america yeah here's how you do the fucking dishes future roommates of america (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) hey guys no one's gonna be able to own a house again so you might as well learn how to cohabitate with a adult stranger I literally can't stand clothing on the floor. I think it's because, like, eight years ago I had bed bugs in New York. And, like, now I'm, like, super OCD about clothes on the floor. And I had to yeah. buy my boyfriend an extra laundry basket to put on his side of the bed so that when he pulls off his jeans and immediately passes out, it wasn't on the fucking floor. Like, I was going fucking insane. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so... Yeah, those things that, like, drive you crazy... I feel very lucky because my boyfriend is very kind and I think those things drive him crazy and he doesn't mention them, which is like a miracle. Oh no, I'm a bitch. I'm like, here's the fucking laundry basket. (laughs) I am too. Oh, trust me. If the, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would be doing that. Yeah. Like I'm really anal about the dishes. Like I need everything put away a certain way and dry it a certain way. And like, if, if anything is deviated from my preferences, I am very vocal about it. Like I'll be like, see you, this needs to be rewashed. Do you see right there? That's a grease stain. Yeah. Don't think, back, back to the starting line. <laughs> zones. We need zones. You know, exactly. that's the thing I've learned. Mm-hmm. Gene drop zones. <laughs> yes. We got a Yuffie, which is one of those robo vacuums. And it just, uh, it runs over anything that you shouldn't have on the floor and it will get stuck and start beeping at you. So it's, yeah. it's definitely trained us to pick everything up, which is kind of nice. Good. How do you like it? I would love to get one of those. Uh, love it. Cannot, cannot, um, cannot recommend it's, it more. I like it except for the name sounds a lot like Sufi, like Superfinger, Dane Cook, mm. <laughs> or whatever. Sufi. Is it that one? No, no, <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know. It's that no, one. That, it's that those one. two. Either way, it looks like you're sexual. Yeah, yeah. I had to think because there's the two, two in the pink one, and the stink is not him. It's the two fingers. It's that one. It's really yeah, which is like disturbing for some reason. I don't. Of course, know. I can't because it's why. Dane Cook. I love seeing one of those stickers in the wild still. Every once in a while, you'll see a Sufi out in the street, and you're like, is George Bush still president? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) Man, I drove by Denny's, and I don't know why. I just directly relate this to that for some reason, but the outdoor dining at Denny's made me so sad. It's grim. It's grim. Oh, no. Outdoor dining at the... Who was risking it all? People are doing it. People are doing parking lot, yeah. full tented parking lot. All, All over yeah, this Denny's country, we have people eating in Applebee's parking lots right now. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs are not happy about this. They're not happy about it. IHOP too. I saw IHOP had like a outdoor park or outdoor no. dining too. I was like, I'm not risking my life for powdered eggs, guys. I know. It's like I <laughs> barely. Well, I was gonna say I barely want to be there when they have indoor dining, but that's yeah. a lie. I enjoy myself. Yeah. I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh yeah. Oh, like when you need an IHOP, you're happy it's there. That's for sure. But yeah. like IHOP is somewhere that you go because you need to be inside, and that's the only option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm in the danger zone. I need to be in somewhere putting food inside my yeah. face, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, it's it's really shown me, like, what food I actually like and will actually want to eat, even if it isn't about the restaurant or the hang, where it's mm-hmm. like, I haven't, nobody's, I, I feel bad for diners right now, because it's like, no one's, like, getting a tuna melt from a diner that they can't sit at for five hours. Or maybe people are. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not going on my way for it. I mean... <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> all right. Well, t- <laughs> wow. We're all stunned by the tuna melt. I know. I was just thinking about. All- I didn't think tuna melts would be so divisive. Honestly, but my thought process just now was: there's a diner in LA that I hate, and I don't want to be mean, so I'm not going to say it on air. But I was just thinking about how bad the food is at that diner. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, we're going to take a break, and Tess will tell us off air the name of this diner. We'll be back in a second, everybody. Hey, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Suba Agarwal. Sorry. (laughs) You're all good. Hey. You're so close. It's fine. (laughs) I don't say my own name properly. (laughs) (laughs) You're very sweet, but I doubt that. No, it's true. Because, like, I didn't. I'm mad at my parents for never correcting me, but it's like. (laughs) Yeah, I. Really? You would just say, and they would be like, we're just going to let you. Yeah, because it's like Suba versus Suba. And it's like, you have to hold your mouth a certain way to say that shit. And it's like, I just don't naturally do that. It wasn't until, it took like, until I was in my 20s before Indian people started going, you're saying your name wrong. So the the pronunciation is Saba? Saba. Saba. I think, hold on, let me see. Saba. Yeah, Saba. Oh, okay. So it's it's hard. You hear your own name is... You yeah. hear it as Suba, though, right? Like, if you're talking yeah. to yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I say it as Suba because, like, Americans, like, we speak straight out of our mouth. Whereas, like, to do... <laughs> it's true. You just... All yeah. the air just comes out, you know? And then <laughs> if you want to do, like, an Indian accent, it, like, shoots into the top of your... Like, your jaw is different. So, it's, like, it's fucking hard. It's, like, saying croissant your whole life. And they're, like, actually, your name is croissant. And I'm, like, I can't, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> It's too much. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to make that happen. I have to say, you guys, I made the croissant switch. I say croissant. I say croissant. Tess Barker. I like saying it. I think it's croissant. It's fun. I enjoy it. Especially, like, it really embodies how that thing tastes. You know what I mean? That is true. It's the perfect word for that. But it it also, I can't handle the taste of my own mouth if i say it that mm. way <laughs> just for myself sure <laughs> i feel like you turn into the fucking uh the horny uh candelabra <laughs> like he's, he's, yeah that's where he, that's where is he, he comes horny from. is he a horny character the candelabra i mean he's pretty yeah. sexy yeah and very he's got the little f- 
she's got that little French maid. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Thing. Very, very. Yeah. Pretty. He fucks around with her a bunch. Yeah. He's just like, he just seems real horny. Yeah, I, I remember. Get that. I don't remember the candelabra being a fuck boy. That's disappointing. I'll have to rewatch. I'm with you, Brandy. <laughs> he's literally a lot hot. Of characters. He's literally hot. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got those like like half lidded eyes that are super low. Just yeah. like a hey, baby all the time. He just... I mean, I think he's French, but so I guess so he is horny. Yeah. So he's horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Before we get into, I have a conundrum. I forgot to bring oh. this up in the last. Um, this is the second neighbor now that I've tried to do this to. But oh my goodness, okay. the. <laughs> the neighbors across the street from me are selling their house, which is disappointing because they, you know, bought an old house there, took a years to construct a very, very ugly structure. Yeah. And um, now they're selling it for $2.7 million. Jeez. Wow. And I, so, but I was like, okay, these guys have a pool in their backyard. They're not there. Like, they're not mm-hmm. living there. So what if I, like, contact them? <laughs> And I'm like, hey, I'm your neighbor. Like, I, you know, I, I see you guys are selling the house. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, like, look out for you or go, go over there and, like, clean it up between viewings if I can have access to your pool. Fuck it. Do it. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. 100% do that. Absolutely. I think, I, I think it's not a terrible idea. But I, I'm having a hard time tracking them down on social media because they're apparently architects and they don't have, like, their own social media Email. or anything. Surely. They're very hard to... No, they only have an Instagram. They don't have email on their Instagram. Okay. So I'm trying to find them. But do you know the name of their architecture firm? Yeah. I think we got to take this over to LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> find the LinkedIn over there. I think you'll find it. Okay. Also, like, maybe the maybe the realtor, since they're the ones that would have keys and stuff. Oh, might. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I th- what do you think the exchange is? Like, what do I say... To get. I think, first of all, you, you start with, um, in the past, I've done some property management for homes that were on the market. So I thought I'd I mention. thought you were like, That's in so the smart. past, I've talked shit about your house. <laughs> your house is ugly as fuck. I hope you don't listen to my podcast. In the past, uh, I've been swimming in your pool without you knowing. <laughs> so I just wanted to know if you wanted to make this business legit. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So you say, wait, what do I say? In I've the past, I've done some uh, some freelance property management, and mm-hmm. I just thought I'd offer because I live right across the street. If you guys wanted someone to manage the property while it's for sale, I'd be happy to do it for free in exchange to just be able to jump in your pool every once in a while. Wow, this is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, so much better than what I w- would have done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is my second time because the other time, the the gated community thing that's at the top of my street, I did used to jump into the pool at the bottom of that hill like when it was for sale. And I did try to DM that guy. And I, I talked about it on the podcast, but I tried to DM him and become friends with him so yeah. I could swim in his pool. And he never so, wrote back to you, right? <laughs> no, he never got back. I don't think he ever saw the message. So we'll see if this is... a. Uh, this goes any better. Yeah. But also, it's like so shitty outside right now. I, don't, I wouldn't really go outside, but hopefully it'll clear up. I yeah. think this is a great long game situation, though, because, you know, Sean used to live in Silver Lake and he had a pool and we kind of like don't have a pool in Silver Lake right now. And that's not great. Yeah. I mean, can, I can't imagine if I could literally just go across the street and get in a pool. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be. That would be insane. I yeah. did a I did a podcast once and I don't know whose fucking house it was or like if the person I knew was just rich and never told me. But it was like it was like one of those movie pools where it's like you walk downstairs and you can see into the pool. And I was like, 
whoa like whoa. i was just like <laughs> all right who do i have to marry to get in this fucking pool like this is crazy <laughs> i was that would be such a good game show who do i have to marry to get in this fucking pool <laughs> <laughs> Watch that reality show like hell. Yeah, I'm gonna need to see your pool. I don't care about your wealth. I need to see what pool you have. The pools that you have in your life speak volumes of who you are as Contestant a person. Contestant number three, what are your chlorine levels? If you have... <laughs> are you a that salt sounds water amazing. Or a oh God, those like old timey, like cool Hollywood. Oh, yeah, because then you can throw really a party cool. and hire someone to dress up like a mermaid and swim in your pool like a decoration. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> I went to a party once where they had uh, mermaids hired. That's so yeah. weird to just look up and be like, wasn't that mermaid in a yogurt commercial? It's just some struggling actor. <laughs> it's just flow from the progressive. But like, you also don't have to feel bad because the mermaid is getting paid to be in a pool. Again, yeah. Win. Oh yeah, totally. I it's mean, a it's, good it sounds like a fun yeah. gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get charged. It's just like around. how long do you? Are you are like thirty second sets. I'm calling um, set, but, these you know. <laughs> They had. Um, they were. Pr- yeah, they would kind of go in and out of the water, uh, do different mermaid things. You like they yeah. didn't have like any way. They didn't have any breathing apparatus, no. right? No. Yeah. No, just hold, hold their There breath. was like a There's place a where they could surface and hang out, and yeah. Right, right. Plus, you get yeah. all pruny if you like made them stay down there. That would just be gross to look at. You'd be like, Ugh, what is happening? <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of shit that we're gonna see, like when after you know, hopefully the COVID epidemic is like a little bit behind us, and when people start getting into like, well, now I want everything to be super lavish because we had to miss out on two years of partying. Yeah. And now it's just gonna oh be like God. mermaid bars and like crazy shit. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so ready for that period in history. Yes. That would be so amazing if everything just like, if the economy came back. I can't. You laugh. I mean, let's let's start there. (laughs) That's what I mean is it comes back in such full force that people are just doing dumb shit with their money, which is always an interesting time. Yeah, I really like 1920s Gilded Age. Like everyone is just throwing Eric Andre's birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That sounds petting zoos. Um, Okay, we're going to ask you a few questions. So, but this is a. Uh, these are all, what do you, what is the word? Subjective. Up to interpretation. There's <laughs> yeah. no correct answer. All right. Basically. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Why? Okay. Who, oh my God. Who's on first? Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> who's on first um i don't know but they probably had covid which is why mlb had to shut down temporarily if i had to guess (laughs) good answer (laughs) yeah i mean that's about accurate (laughs) i know that was crazy they were like hey we're back no we're not just kidding just kidding yeah i'm pretty sure that sean told me that that one team got covid because they went to a strip club nice Nice. So Ooh. That's, yeah. Ooh. I like Ooh, that set God. of consequences. I appreciate. That. <laughs> you know the wives were just like, "Well, there you fucking. I'm happy you got it. I'm happy you got it." I'm kind of wondering what the like social 
socialization, whatever the nightlife situation is like in the NBA bubble, because, you know, a lot of those guys like they do like to party and shit. So I'm wondering, like, if there's secret, there's got to be secret like nightclubs and that shit much going money on, right? and those horny NBA players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they do. So have, there's got to like, be I, what I think is they probably low key, like tested some people to be in the bubble with yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, I agree. That's yeah. what I mean. Is I think there's like a whole like underground city happening probably of people that have been tested that are just like there to make Boy. sure they can relax just and shit. Bubble thoughts? Is that weird? <laughs> yeah, bubble thoughts. Yes. Yeah, bubble, bubble thoughts. Where do you apply Absolutely. to be a bubble thought? <laughs> hey, better to be in the bubble as a thought than out of the bubble as a thought. Honestly, I think the bubble thoughts are having a better year than any of the rest of us. They're stuck oh, at Disney World with sure. every NBA player and COVID free. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, that sounds amazing. That's the Disney world I want to go to. Yeah, I mean, these, these bubble thoughts accidentally became future homemakers of America. <laughs> <laughs> Just that. Damn. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah the, the whole NBA bubble thing is so fascinating to me. Like, I guess... I was like, what would that be like if comedians had to go do that? But I guess that's just mm. a comedy festival. <laughs> yeah, sort of. And yeah. There's a reason those only last for like two days. Yeah. We'd kill each other. <laughs> no one's in shape enough to actually kill each other, but we'd try. <laughs> I would be down to try. I would like to do a big bubble, especially if you got to be at Disney World. Ah, uh, it'd be so good. Right? You with all those, like, like, I want to do Disney World with no kids. I would just love, because, like, I want, I've only been there once. And I was like, I know this is for children, but also leave. <laughs> like, you're so <laughs> Do they do any, they don't do any things where there's no kids allowed, huh? Because I, I no, feel like when, there would be when I was in high school, I mean, I've told the story on stage, but when you graduate high school, they clear the kids out and you, the people that are graduating get to come in all night. You get there at 8 p.m. and you're there until 8 a.m. Oh, that's so awesome. it's all teenagers on drugs at Disneyland. It's <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds worse than children. If, if the adults were going to come in, no, but there's no adults there. It's just a bunch of kids on drugs at Disneyland. It's really fun. <laughs> Which amazing. is probably that, you've what been it's in the like bubble. Right that is the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what the bubble is like. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm happy for them because I recommend that. We we went during. Uh, I went to Disney World for the first time, or I think I went when I was a kid, and I just don't remember it. But like. <laughs> with my boyfriend for uh christmas and it was a fucking nightmare and he ended up catching some weird flu but i got in the flu shot so i was fine and like <laughs> everything the only time we could go on rides was at 10 p.m because like everything like everything else all the kids had gone to sleep so it was just me alone and like <laughs> like groups of family just going down splash mountain and i was just oh. like taking <laughs> selfies to send to my boyfriend who was in bed it was so weird <laughs> <laughs> so we like pictures of you on the on the log ride with other families and just like it's like all one yes. family and then just you at the end it was so weird every group photo was the strangest fucking thing <laughs> and this is why you get your flu shot it's just like an yeah. empty seat that's amazing though you must have gotten through on all the rides really fast yeah right? i mean there was still a few that i couldn't do but yeah i was like able to do most of it and i was like fuck yeah although i think universal studios is way better controversial yeah. what do you like about universal studios i for, well i mean i'm kind of sad because jk rowling is like lighting herself on fire uh yeah. but i love yeah i mean i was a harry potter nerd when i was a kid sure. so i loved fucking mm -hmm. potter world and like all that shit and like the dragon and everything it was like uh, and yeah. this is the one in florida yeah. i mean i know we in have florida. that he here too okay florida yeah, is like a whole sound, other. that one sounds 
Sounds cool. Oh, it was so cool. And the roller coasters yeah. are so good. It's just like a whole other level of cool. I was like, whoa. I feel like the one here needs a lot of work. The Waterworld show. <laughs> like, yeah, what are we I doing, thought, I thought you were talking about the one here. I was like, well, that one is, if they're, <laughs> that epitomizes everything that is the valley, right? It's like, of course, Universal Studios is in the valley. <laughs> Nothing about it really makes sense. God, I was having um, some like throwbacks to the John Lovitz Comedy Club. <laughs> Cause I tweeted about it and like, it was just kind of like a nice little memory of like such a shitty place that we all could, I don't know, collectively think of. And I forgot that it had, this place had three levels and the top level was standing room only. So they had a standing room only top level for a comedy club. What what is that? I I must've missed this cause I, so it was, it was in universal city walk. It was like right across from Bubba Gump shrimp. Shut up. Already perfect. I yeah. love City so, Walk. Just talking about it is making me like corny for City Walk. <laughs> it was an old BB King's jazz club, so it was yes. like very. Uh, the stage was super high, and um, and then there was three levels of audience, and the first level was on par with you. So then you had two whole stories of audience above you, looking down on you on stage. And then the stage itself was the backdrop was um, a whale jumping out of the water in Hawaii was, at sunset. Yeah, it was Hawaiian themed. Oh the my whole club. God, I yeah, love were fake, it. fake fake palm trees on the stage. There was like surfboards and something that said like John Lovett's shack or something in the corner. It's <laughs> it's a tr- it like it's a true nightmare. It, it felt like the biggest troll oh, <laughs> of all time. This is my favorite thing I've ever heard. I and oh, it was it was really funny. it was like it City was Walk amazing. is like you know Los Angeles is Times Square, but like failing terribly at it. So it's like <laughs> there's no good way to park at City Walk. Like there's no, no good way to get there. Like every time you had to get there, it was like going to a theme park. Like it was such a fucking pain in the ass, and you would go to these just raw. Oh man, that place was rough. Oh, the shows are so bad, and they'd just be like, "The Meatballs of Comedy on Tuesdays." <laughs> it's just like a bunch of fat Italian dudes that you've never heard of, and you're like, "Who?" The Meatballs Who? of Comedy. <laughs> I remember that. I, remember I would like to channel. see the Meatballs of oh Comedy. Oh my god! <laughs> it was just—I was reading old reviews of it, just like for nostalgia's sake, and it was so funny because people would be like, "Well, they told us to get there at eight, so we got there at eight, but then they made us wait forty-five minutes, and then we had to stand on the third floor and pay." $50 for one drink like it's just like such <laughs> and you're like that's why people like people go to that once and they're like well that's never a comedy again. show yeah. and you're like, yeah. like never again yeah. yeah it's like no none of none of us most of us don't want that <laughs> but yeah it was I'm that was where I met this chick named May Aswell I remember May as well I remember May, May as well she yes. like invited me on her podcast and then like yelled at me for talking on her podcast <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just a good time. <laughs> R.I.P. John Lovett's Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next question. What would be the most useless thing you'd pack in the apocalypse? What would be the most useless? Ooh, okay. Probably my cats. They're pretty pointless. Mm. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> they would do nothing to help. They would only fight me as I was trying to save their lives. They'd be like, why am I in a bag? Uh, they would. <laughs> that is very true. Like I would definitely save my cat, but he would be absolutely useless. Yeah, yeah. Be furious, trying to run away at every given moment. It's like, why were we fucking doing this? As- <laughs> oh my god, Brandy attached a photo of the club. Holy oh, shit! Oh yeah, that's really Aww. funny. Yeah, I just sent one over. I just wanna. <laughs> get a that, real good look there's at. a wheel a whale beaching itself like two feet from the from the shore sorry <laughs> oh yeah. my god no i love it this is so perfect 
perfect. Oh, oh man, to, to bomb in front of that backdrop, like, wow. you know what like, I mean. <laughs> and you like, saw it happen a lot, a lot. Oh, yeah, um, Barbara, the first the first time Babs did a show there, they oh thought God. there was they thought there was a dude coming on stage, and they started. Pl- Do you remember the first song was they played Babs? I don't remember what the first song was, but it was probably like, you know, fucking. Uh, yeah, some jock jams bullshit some, or whatever. Yeah, I was um, going to say Kid Rock or some crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they fucking stopped. They, they like realized, oh, it's a woman. They literally, didn't the host say that? They were like, oh, it's yeah, a woman. Yeah, the host started like introducing me and then was like, looked over and was like, oh, I mean, actually, it's a woman oh. coming on stage. Because the whole, you know, fucking lineup was guys. Yeah. So then the that came up and the DJ was like, hey, sister ghost, of sister souls. He changed ghost. it immediately. <laughs> Immediate change. He was like, uh-uh, no, we bring women on to this song. You know, they had a big pink button that was like, lady comment, <laughs> like intro music. You just have to Let put in two tampons up. and turn them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, girls. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I died. That's laughing. amazing. It's fucking ridiculous. Just good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't play that song, how will people know? <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I have video of that somewhere. I need to track it down because I have video of that like moment. Because of course, you know, you tape all those sets because yeah. they're going to be worthwhile. Oh, got to. That was a bringer, too. Cause remember, we were there for for you so you could perform. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was like all my... You and, like, pe- yeah, people from, like, improv and UCB yeah. and stuff. Oh. And we all, like, went to Bubba Gump afterwards. <laughs> yep. Oh, that sounds like a great night. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> got pictures with the guy dressed as a shrimp outside. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so oh, funny. Is it... Is it a ghost town over there, or do you think anything on the uh, on the old Universal oh, City God. Walk is considered? It would a, actually a, be kind of fun to walk through there. Oh, right now, City probably. Walk! I mean, I probably go to City Walk at least once a year, and it is kicking. It is alive right now. Right now, you think though? That's what I mean, right? Oh, at right this now. Moment. Yeah. Um. You know what? I bet it's doing just fine because people are really dumb, <laughs> and that's exactly where they go. I well, think it's probably Beppo fine. is an essential service, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I should ask my sister because she was working at one of those indoor skydiving places in New York, and I should ask her mm. if hers opened back up because that's a big attraction at the City yeah. Walk here. We've got a. What boat. is the indoor? Di- what is this deal with indoor skydiving? Like it's just a thing that shoot. Like it's a fan. It yeah, the air up, right? It's a super powerful fan, and then you're in a tunnel that's like all made out of plexiglass. I actually injured my shoulder pretty badly in one because the fan is oh. so strong that like it whipped my shoulder back Ooh, yeah Ooh. but it's pretty fun so the fan <laughs> blows you <laughs> you're just in this like giant indoor plexiglass like sealed fan thing and you can like do somersaults in the air and just like spin around and like do whatever you want cool yeah yeah i feel like i'd rather just go regular skydiving but i guess if you have to <laughs> you've got a need yeah it's kind of like the protein bar of skydiving we'll get you through the day yeah um do you guys have an answer for this the most useless thing you would pack i am getting ready i'm starting we like have go bags ready like to go now because i'm just like who the fuck knows i mean honestly that's probably smart (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's nothing crazy it's just like a bag of clothes and stuff ready for the cat like if we have to corral him because he does not like going anywhere how many like changes of clothes did you pack and stuff like that 
I just packed like three, like three days, you know, three pairs of underwear, three pairs of socks, and then like a pair of jeans and two shirts. That's a yeah. good idea. I've got like a little pile of that kind of the same same reason. You have one too REI, already. R- yeah, Aria is doing a um a three part uh like survival like a free class thing right now too. So I like watched the first one and was like, there's a couple different like alert things. They're like, Oh, you should sign up for this and that and that. And I'll tell you when stuff's going down. So what is it telling? Did you watch it? Like what are they? Well, the first, the first one is mostly like, uh, you should have enough water for it's, uh, a gallon a day for three days, just in your car, which I don't have that yet for per person too like Damn. you should have upwards of like three three gallons of water in your car that way it's that, that covers everything you would need for like and probably more if you a have a longer. pet yeah exactly it's even more than two um oh that's the worst if i was like starving with my cats because i know they'd come for me and that would just be like so disappointing <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. I don't have to watch. That's yeah. funny. I like that you were not like i would think of eating them you're like no they would eat me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> They're 100% yeah, the- winning that fight. <laughs> it is weird when you think, though, because, like, I, I don't know. I've just been... I haven't... I was telling, like, Tess, I, I haven't been... I'm not, like, exactly, like, oh, doom is happening, but I more just feel the need to be prepared. Yeah. That's, like, my basic thing right now is just, oh, like, the sure. need to be ready for a few different situations. Mm-hmm. So, but it is really weird to think. I was like, so like if there was a fire just in the house or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, what would you grab? Like make a short list of the things you grab. And it's like a really mm-hmm. weird thing to make yourself think like, what do I have to like? Get totally. You know, like this lot. is making me just because you guys know I'm really bad at packing. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't even know if you could prepare for this. I don't like, think I could. It would be like a mad grab, and none of it would make sense. Like I, it would <laughs> be like a book, some lip gloss, and, and one roller skate. You know, like it, yeah. <laughs> Something they they talked about though, I thought was kind of like an interesting thing to keep in mind during the class is there's there's a, a survival rule of threes where. You can survive up to three minutes with no air, three hours in exposure, three days without water, and three weeks without food. So it's, like, important to keep that in mind because then it's, like, you're figuring out what your priority needs to be. Where it's, like, you might think, oh, fuck, I need to find water. But, like, if you're in, like, a hot or super cold Mm -hmm. place, you only have three hours to, like, handle your shelter first. That's what exposure means, right? Like, just the elements? Yeah, the extreme climate conditions, basically. So, like, if you're exposed to, like, extreme, you can last three hours without any other stuff. So, like, that that becomes the more important thing than securing anything else. I don't know that I'd try that hard to live. Like, I feel like I'd be super bummed, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I'm done. I thought this was going to last longer, but here we are, you know? (laughs) I feel like it could go both ways. Because, like, part of me is that, but the other part is like, no, I definitely see how long it could eke out, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, like, pretty good at mind over matter stuff so i think i have that going for me mm-hmm. but <laughs> i shut down emotionally psychologically and in absolutely every other way if i'm even slightly cold <laughs> so making sure you have a jacket in your kit is for sure important <laughs> um all right let's do one more okay. and then we'll go to break Okay. Um, where do you hide the good stuff? <laughs> where do I hide the good stuff? Um, well, 
for me, good stuff is just ice cream. Uh, so that's in my freezer. <laughs> for my boyfriend, it's drugs. So that's in her coffee table. So it depends. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, one of the I would, I would the say other. not super hidden. Both things, places yeah, you would yeah. expect. <laughs> oh, I have no control. The good stuff needs to be at arm's reach. <laughs> what is this hiding? <laughs> like, it's just me. <laughs> and just I need it there. now. <laughs> what's the ice cream? What's the uh, yeah, top what's ice cream? I love, uh, I don't know. A lot of people think this flavor is gross, but I love birthday cake ice cream. Like, it's so... With like the sprinkles oh. in it, but for a lot of people, it's too sweet. But I fucking love it. Yeah, I've never had it actually. I mean, Oscar. I don't think it doesn't sound like my jam, but I've never tried it before. Yeah, I uh, a lot of people are like, mm, "What's wrong with your face?" Like that is. But if you're gonna go for it, just go for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want ice cream. I want fucking birthday cake ice cream. <laughs> yeah, birthday cake, right. uh, cake pops at Starbucks are probably my favorite. Ooh, those are good. Cake pop. Yeah, birthday cake is a good flavor. It's an underrated flavor because it's just butter and sugar, so. which is always good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course. I'm Damn. like such right. a sucker for Ben and Jerry's. Like anything mm. they make, I'm like, oh, yeah, so I'm good. on board. I- I've never met a Ben and Jerry's I didn't like. Me neither. Even when I thought like, oh, this flavor doesn't seem up my alley. Yeah. I'll try it and be like, nope. All right. No, they nailed did it, it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I was telling, I was telling my boyfriend um, that I like called my boobs Ben and Jerry's for a while but my brother but my brother's name is Jerry so it was like we awkward <laughs> in theory I like the idea but yeah. I, you yeah, know it doesn't so work funny. what about Benjamin and Gerald <laughs> there we go yeah. oh I like that now they're like established yeah, yeah. they're you know they, they, got they a have a law implement. firm mine, mine are yeah. Statler and Waldorf they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> constantly heckling everybody <laughs> I've never named my tits. I should do Me that. Me either. I'm trying to think. I think only because I had a Ben and Jerry shirt that they were on, you know, oh, they okay. each aligned with each boob. Oh, so well, that makes just, perfect sense. It, w- it wasn't very creative. It was just, <laughs> it was like a peanut, peanut butter and chocolate moment, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, we're all going to name our tits. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> Hey, everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Suba. Hey. And uh, before we forget, if you have not bought tickets yet, you should buy a ticket to our show on Sunday, October 4th on Zoom. Suba was at the last one. It was super fun. We have French Stewart doing stand-up. I'm so excited. Um, who knows Who knows what the hell that's going to be. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. My sister is going to swallow a sword and pole dance for us. Oh, yeah. Yes. And we got resident hunk Ryan Nemeth coming back. Curious to see what he ends up doing this time. He read a poem for us last time. That was it was so, so beautiful. Oh, my God. Yes. It was amazing. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a really fun show. So you can get tickets on our links. We have them on you know Instagram and Twitter and all that in our bios there. And also, if you're a Patreon member, there's a discount. So just go to the Patreon page to find that out. And it's Sunday, October 4th, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. We're super excited. And I just want to make sure that I said those words. Cannot Thank wait. you, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're going to do a lady problem. If you guys have lady problems, send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady.
ladies, I kind of have a lady problem. You mentioned you needed some, listing nail polish colors as examples, and it got me thinking, I need lady advice. I'm a 36-year-old female, and for the past 14 years, I've worked as a child care provider for 12 years, and then a machine shop worker for two and a half. Both those require little thought on how you're put together visually. I'm now applying for office jobs for the first time. What do ladies wear in an office? I don't know how to do my hair. It's long, almost to my waist length. Um, wearing it down makes me uncomfortable because it looks like crap and there's just so much of it. I was going to get it cut off pre-COVID. I know how to make shorter hair look decent, but didn't do it. And now it's even longer. So I'm dealing with long, straight, but frizzy hair. I usually just put it up in a shitty bun and have hate the idea of blow drying. Also, nails. Do I paint them for interviews? What color? How about clothes? The jobs I'm applying for aren't very fancy, but it's still an office setting. I wore dresses on my days off in the before times pre-COVID, but that wasn't for work, more like sundresses. What should I wear? Should I do my hair? Also, I'm pretty lazy in the morning. Any hot tips for a fast but professional look? I'm really lacking lady friends to ask these questions to, so rely on my husband's advice. He just says dress like a teacher. <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> I don't even remember what that even means, and he doesn't give any more explanation. Thank you in advance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love that. So That's funny. Really funny. Um, <laughs> I think. I think. First of all, there are places doing like outside haircuts, mm-hmm. and I would think you should go for it because I do too. Yeah. I've I feel like that'll like put you into a new place of like mm-hmm. feeling good and confident and kind of like give you a new mindset may- maybe while you're going into these things. So I think that could be a really good yeah. just And the thing is like take. as long as you look cleaned up, nobody really and I mean unless your boss is creepy and then that's like a whole other set of problems. Like nobody really gives yeah. a shit about like mm-hmm. your nails or your hair like no. Like no. as long as you don't look <laughs> like you just like dirty. Yeah, just don't look yeah. dirty. Yeah. Like a yeah. clean teacher, if we had to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I feel like I do have some tips for her. Okay. Regarding the hair, I agree with Babs that she should cut it off. I think definitely ASAP. Like, I think yeah. it'll be a queer eye moment. It'll be great. Uh, but until then, like, one thing that I've been doing, because my hair can get really, like, long and nasty, is at night, while it's, like, like take a shower at night, and then when it's, like, kind of damp... I put conditioner and I braid it and then like it requires no effort. The next day you take the braid out and your hair just kind of has a wave that kind of hides the frizziness and it requires mm-hmm. zero effort. So that's I do that tip. a lot as well. Cause if you take a night shower, yeah, it's just like, you don't have to worry about the time drying. Yeah. And then the frizz, it does really help with frizziness too. So that's a good tip. Yeah. I would also see if any, any people doing haircuts in your area do shags. Cause those cuts like require so little maintenance whatsoever. Like mine's, I got mine cut almost a year ago as a shag and like I don't put anything in it and it just like dries naturally it, like that cuts like along the the kinks in your hair and stuff like that so it kind of gives it volume naturally so it's you know a very very easy haircut and to deal with if you have a suit like I just wear that for job interviews you know like any type mm-hmm. of suit or jacket or blazer Mm. That sort yeah, of. you really only have to get like if you're looking for interviews themselves, just like one or two outfits mm. you really like and feel confident in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? and I mean, I feel like a good go-to is like I just love just like a black or something simple and black or a dark color because then that like can be really simple. And then just like a piece of jewelry that you like. Like I really like mm-hmm. like big earrings, so I like to wear just like kind of a plain neutral with like simple pants, either like black pants or nice jeans and like boots mm-hmm. and earrings. 
Yeah, I mean, the nice thing is that today offices are, I think, in general, a lot more casual than they used to be. So office wear can vary quite a bit, but you're fine in jeans and flats, you know, if you have like a cute blouse or something like that, I think. Google image women's business wear and then like pick a couple (laughs) of things and you'll be fine. You know, there's like, I used to work in like a corporate, corporate, corporate environment and there were all these rules, but like at the end of the day, it didn't really freaking matter because I had the degree. So it's like, as long as you look in the ballpark, you're fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the beginning, you can like maybe go a little above what you might think and then as you get more comfortable you'll just be able to you know kind of adjust and see what you like Mm -hmm. um i will say i always really i did stitch fix for quite a while and i really enjoyed them if you have the means you know they do you send in all your measurements what kind of clothes you like and they send you a box every month with like a few options and you can send back whatever you don't like and i've gotten some of my favorite pieces of clothes from them because i'm just not good at choosing clothes often or i'm not good at like choosing something that i'm not i don't wear that often Mm -hmm. such as office clothes or something Mm -hmm. so if you you know want to like give that a shot i feel like that could be a good a good thing to try as well if you kind of want to go out of your comfort zone or pick something you might not pick usually all my business Mm -hmm. clothes now are just like costumes for auditions it's so depressing (laughs) No, <laughs> it's so weird it's so funny as a comedian or somebody who auditions because you have to like hold on to shit you know mm-hmm. i i didn't like i i went through a big you know uh what do you call it whatever purge and i yeah yeah i got rid of a bunch of shit and then i had a fucking audition where i had to like wear christmas stuff and i was like i got rid of all of this shit and i found i actually found the onesie that we wore for our our lady lady Christmas thing a few years ago. Oh, and I like perfect. was like, thank God I thought I threw this away. But like you don't think about Marie Kondo doesn't think of people who use props. <laughs> no, 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 no. You no. need that nurse uniform. There's no Marie Kondo for improvisers and no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. If you have a I need closet. this hat with a dick on it. <laughs> you don't know that I don't need it that. It doesn't spark joy. It sparks frustration because uh Austin didn't listen to any of my notes in that sketch and it would have been funnier. But hey, you know what? <laughs> it's still gonna be an audition. I'm gonna hang on to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I also am the one at the bachelorette party who's like i'll take the dick stuff i'll I'll call him that (laughs) i hope that's what you would pack in in case of an emergency it's just a bag full of dick stuff just dick straws just dick straws (laughs) i have like a camelback with a dick straw sticking into it (laughs) um i'm guessing a bunch of your audition auditions your interviews are online and stuff too so just you know you don't need I mean you're just seeing like a bust of a person it could just be like a decent like like we're saying a decent shirt with like a piece of jewelry or something oh totally oh, my yeah. like boyfriend was making fun of me because I had like a real I had a total you know zoom outfit on the other mm. day it was just like a really nice collared shirt and then just like basically underwear shorts yeah <laughs> it's it the doesn't matter it. I'm not gonna see it I will say this too I mean this is only if you're online because the opposite is true if you have to wear a mask but like lipstick is the best invention of all time like it makes you look like you give a shit you don't really have to do <laughs> anything else yeah it really it really like just up a face like my hair will be greasy and i'll be like well red lipstick oh i, yeah. ca- I tried today didn't i no <laughs> exactly yeah oh yeah you asked for um any hot tips for a fast but professional look for lazy in the mornings i would say the number one thing would be get like a bb cream or just like a tinted moisturizer because, mm-hmm. you know, it's way lighter than foundation. It has sun uh, sunscreen in it. So mm-hmm. that's like an everyday thing that I think really just makes a difference. I mean, if I'm going fast and I still want to put a little bit on it, I'll just do that in mascara. And I think like for me, that's- I'm an eyes person. I don't really do lips, but I would choose one or the other and just like a shade you like. And that alone can like, you know, 
just be enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that stuff is all pretty. You can throw that on in less than five minutes, or in your yeah. car, on your in your I, car on your way to a place. I totally. I rarely do makeup that takes more than that. Like yeah. I just yeah. don't, you know, sit down and. It's, dude, I, I I'm doing makeup, more makeup in my house during this than I have in a decade. You are? Is that your hobby? <laughs> well, just like it's always in my car. I'm usually just at red lights, like throwing stuff right. on. Right. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I'll normally do like a BB cream and then mascara or something like that. But like, I'll get ambitious and like not give myself enough time. Like back in the before time when we used to go out, like you. Know, I'll be like, I think I'm gonna do like a cat eye and fake eyelashes and like all this shit, and then like cut to like we're running like an hour and a half late. I have blue in my eye. I have two glasses of wine. Like it never goes well. No, every time I've tried to do a cat eye, it's been about two minutes before I should leave the house. Yeah, <laughs> it's always this la- that last minute gamble with yourself. To, be, to it, it's a good gauge of like where your confidence is at, though. Like if you go for the cat eye, you're gonna crush whatever's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Really believe it in yourself. <laughs> I'm good at eyeliner. That's all I know how to do. Because my cousins taught me when I went to India. I guess they call mm-hmm. it cudgel. Like, it's been around forever. Uh, except it's like some weird hard stick when they did it to me. Instead of, like, the nice shit they have here. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, the one thing I know how to do. But, like, I didn't even think I liked makeup until Euphoria. Now... <laughs> I'm like I'm really cheap so I haven't bought anything thank god but I swear to god I am like another month of quarantine out from just having like body jewels and like 90s blue eyeshadow just caked on (laughs) walking around like neon speedo like what am I doing I'm so I mean might as well who at this point who gives a shit you know (laughs) But I think like like the eyeliner and stuff, like really you can get good at one thing yeah. and then it's just kind of like mm-hmm. that's your thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I did a makeup show where I had like on Instagram where people came on and told me how to do makeup because I am just really bad at it. And it was so funny because at one point I would just be like, wait, what do I do? How do I do this? Like, how do I contour? And I like took a, a I was supposed to put highlighter up here, like under my yeah. eyebrow. But I took, I didn't know it wasn't highlighter. It was like a blush stick. So oh, my put, God. Like, bright pink. Like, <laughs> you're like a little kid. Neon pink. Eye. And somebody was like, sorry, but I'm laughing. I'm like, nope. That's fine. <laughs> I asked for this. I asked yep. for this. We're um, figuring it out. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think if you have the means, you know, treat yourself to, like, a, a haircut and, like, you know. A little bit of makeup shopping, a BB cream thing. I'll send you my, I'll email you my favorite, like, BB cream and if, mascara. If for whatever reason you can't get a haircut, if you want to manage long hair, the easiest thing I find is just, like, a big braid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's Even with frizzy hair, like, if it's just, like, mm-hmm. a braid going back, it still looks like you uh, managed it or did something, and then it's out of the way. Totally. Totally. And I think a, a, a buns are fine, too. Yeah. It's just, like... I don't yeah, think but it's just kind of like hurt your head after a while. Like I do think it's good to like let your hair down a little bit because mm-hmm. I have a theory that buns break your hair in the middle from too much of the elastic right there. It's no, unsubstantiated, but I think so. <laughs> I mean, it does <laughs> hurt after a while for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I feel good. I feel like this is. I'm like, oh, this is something we I can actually answer <laughs> because I've barely over this much experience with these things <laughs> yeah yeah this is about our, our level of like what we're doing on the regular yeah. <laughs> we've so. I've, I've definitely gone to a temp job dressed as a teacher so I oh, understand 100%. oh yeah yeah, yeah if it. you wanted to lean into the teacher thing cardigans is the obvious but, answer. yeah when I was a teacher I dressed like a hoe so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
my period of substitute choice. teaching coincided with the period in fashion when all jeans were low rise. So like I would go to <laughs> substitute teach with my fucking thong hanging out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh That's my God! The whale tail, just mm-hmm. like the John Lovitz comedy club. All things okay. go back to John Lovitz. <laughs> well, that's our episode. Thank you so much for doing the show, Suba. Oh, Where can you. everyone find you online and find all your stuff? Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Suba S U B H A H, and then on Instagram at Subhaha. I know it's S U B H A H A, and I'm also on TikTok. Because I'm bored and don't follow me there. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> how is it going? Are you? Tr- I tried to like dip my toe in. How, how was it? It's been? it's wild. I made like one joke about um, like trying to go to India and then India being like, "We don't fucking want you." Like that was the entire promise. Mm-hmm. And then it's just nothing but like Trump supporters, like Indian Trump supporters, oh. like, oh, wow, like blowing up my comments, being like. One Indian dude in India was like, I'll pay for your ticket to come here. I'm like, if you don't like me, why are you bringing me to you? Like, what is the thought? Like, It's like these weird India MAGA people uh, blowing up my page. And I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) There are people like mostly people who live here or live in India. It's both. It's like both. both. So I was like, what the? Like, it was just weird, you know? That is Weird. like not what I, I the response I was expecting. Because when you said <gasps> Trump supporters, I was like, oh, okay. But wow, yeah, I didn't realize that. That's insane. They're like brown and shit. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> but Damn, the- <laughs> TikTok's a wild, like, it is truly the wild west. It's, it's nuts. At this point. <laughs> I'm so tempted because I love dances. It's, it's good. It's a really confusing interface because you can do so much. That it's like you have so much to choose from. It's like, do you have what the pace do you want? What music do you want? How and so it's like, for me, it's a little overwhelming. Mm. And I know that makes me an old, but no, I can't. Right. <laughs> I haven't even gotten one. I'm in the process of de social media de social media ising. Yeah. That's good. That's for uh, the yeah. best. I'm fucking it's- insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's I know good. my boyfriend we were watching that social dilemma and he was like I'm just going to delete Instagram and I was like no you need it I like was like convinced you're not leaving me alone here <laughs> <laughs> it's bad it's anyway it. follow us on all the social Do media it. thank you so- <laughs> we love it it's our favorite content <laughs> Patreon people, we're going to go and do our top secret session. If you guys are curious about that, go to patreon.com slash lady to lady. We do lots of fun stuff. Bonus episodes, weekly bonus segments, uh, just other fun shit. So thank you all so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.